0: The passage that was just read comes from what scholars call Third Isaiah. The book of Isaiah contains three different and distinct historical moments in Israel's faith story. First Isaiah is set within the context of before exile, chapters 1 through 39, whereby the prophet, God, warns the people that if they do not tend to the needs of the orphans and the widows, those lacking social security, then there would be consequences. Second Isaiah is chapters 40 through 56 are set within the context where that reality has become true. And because God's people do not turn to God, not all, but most people are forced into captivity by the Babylonian Empire. Third Isaiah, in which tonight's passage is is rooted when the exiles are freed and return home to Jerusalem. Like Israel, our lives are a journey that takes us through different moments, with different contexts, with new places, new people, new jobs, new situations, yet each moment beckons the same question. Will you walk with God? For God is always present in the new and the changing, but are we willing to connect with God? This is the purpose of rituals. They reconnect us, they retether us to God. Whether it is communion or baptism or other parts of worship uh, that we do every Sunday, they are rituals meant for us to pause and to bring us back to God. The crosses on your forehead is just that, an invitation to remember that you are dust, that you are God's, and to dust, to God you will return. Now my first class in seminary was entitled, The Impact of Judaism on Christianity which makes sense. Jesus was Jewish. He was a Jewish scholar informed by Jewish rituals, and Rabbi Kaplansky taught us that the Jewish concept of sin was very different than how most Christians talked about sin. He told us to close our eyes and picture a large target, and in our hand was a bow and an arrow. He said, pull back the arrow and let it fly. And watch it sail over the target. Now shoot again. And notice that you hit the target, not in the bullseye, but you hit the target. He said that sin is simply missing the target. Missing what God is having us aim for. But missing is a part of being an archer. And all you have to do is shoot again. And with practice and attention, you can hit the target more often. You still may miss from time to time, but you will get better is, is what's expected. Rituals are like going to the archery range to practice. It requires our attention and our intention, but over time, rituals bring us back to God and show us how to get better at returning to God. And in Isaiah 58, God's people are fasting. There is this desire to connect. And there is something to commend God's people for doing that. They show up to worship. Hello, you all did that. And people online, you showed up too. They, they did this. They want to be pleasing to God. And they took part uh, in prayer and were sincere in their rituals. However, God points out that they have shot way over the target For before they go to worship, and after worship, they do whatever they want. They oppress workers, they fight violently. So for God, when one is truly connected with God, God's ways, it shows in the way that they live. Jesus will teach about a tree that produces good fruit. And so the simple act of ritual or fasting is really not what God desires, but God desires a ritual that deepens one's relationship with God, one that turns people to live God's ways. So if for Lent you give up chocolate, or you take on yoga, or whatever you have thought about doing for Lent, how is that bringing you closer to God? How is that ritual God's desire for you. And if you are unsure about what God's desire for you is, listen again to verses 6 through 9 using the message translation. It says, God says, This is the kind of fast I am after, to break the chains of injustice, get rid of exploitation in the workplace, free the oppressed, cancel debts, What I'm interested in is seeing you do is sharing your food with the hungry, inviting the homeless poor into your homes, putting clothes on the shivering ill-clad, being available to your own families. Do this and the lights will turn on and your lives will turn around at once. Your righteousness will pave your way. The glory of God will secure your passage. Then when you pray, God will answer. You'll call for help, and I'll say, here I am. Yes, the ashes of a cross remind us that we are limited. And yes, one day we will all die. And yes, that can be a real downer of a reminder. But Isaiah is still teaching the church to go beyond the practice of just doing the ritual. So how does remembering that we will die empower us to use the time that we do have to do what God desires? And when we realize that each breath and each moment is a gift, how can we pause even in the inconveniences of life that follow us, even in the inconveniences of life, give thanks for right now? But I get it, it's tough. It's tough to do that. And I don't know if I'm the right one to give you a pep talk about that. So we're going to listen to someone else give you a pep talk, and hopefully it'll get you rearing to go for this Lenten season. Jim?
1: I think we all need a pep talk. The world needs you to stop being boring. Yeah, you boring is easy. Everybody can be boring, but you're gooder than that. Life is not a game, people. Life isn't a serial either. Well, oh, it is a serial. And if life is a game, aren't we all on the same team? I mean, really, right? If I'm on your team, on my team. This is life, people. You got air coming through your nose. You got heartbeat. That means it's time to do something. A poem. Two roads diverged in the woods, and I took the road less traveled. It hurt, man! Really bad. Rocks, thorns, and glass. My parts broke. Wah! Not cool, Robert Frost. But well, if there really were two paths, I want to be in the one that leads to awesome. It's like that dude Journey said, don't stop believing, unless you dream stupid. Then you should get a better dream. I think that's how it goes. Get a better dream and keep going, keep going, keep going, and keep going. What Michael Jordan have quit? Well, he did quit. so he retired. Yeah, yes, he retired. But before that, in high school, what if he quit when he didn't make the team? He would have never made Space Jam. And I love Space Jam. What will be your Space Jam? What will you create that will make the world awesome? Nothing if you keep sitting there That's why I'm talking to you today. This is your time. This is my time. It's our time. We can make every day better for each other. If we're all on the same team, let's start acting like it. We got work to do. We can cry about it, or we can dance about it. We were made to be awesome. Let's get out there. I don't know everything. I'm just a kid. I do know this. Supervise you to give the world a reason to dance. So get to it. You've just been pep up. Create something that will make the world awesome.